Hey guys, welcome back to The Natty Scene with your host, AJ Morris, and this is episode number five. So thanks very much again for tuning in, and thank you for the support on the recent episodes. Today, we are joined by a double British champion in natural (laughs) bodybuilding, and he is Sam Slack. So Sam, for for those that that don't know Sam... Uh, like I said, he's a double British champion within the NPA, so the National Physique Association, which is a, a natural drug-tested, lifetime drug-tested federation in the UK. Um, the only one, I believe, that actually drug-tests for, for lifetime over a, over sort of a, a seven years in, in the other federations. But yeah, run by Michael Phillips, the NPA, and a great federation if you're looking to either start out or, or do like Sam does and, and take it to sort of middleweight and novice British champion level. So, Sam, thank you very much for giving up some of your time and coming on the episode. How are you today? Thanks for having me. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I was just telling you a little bit before about my injury, and I suppose, you know, when you get little injuries, they kind of push you off, and you think, oh, you know, my training's not going to go good, and it, it puts you in a bit of a mood. But other than that, everything's going good. And off off season at the moment, just sort of chilling at the so, off season. Off season at the moment, I've got no goals in place at the minute in terms of like competitions or you know goals in how much weight I want to put on and how much size I want to put on. I'm just kind of flexible at the minute. Yeah. I mean, I've been training for so long that I'm quite consistent okay. in my training and in, even in my food, but it's still kind of can put you back sometimes because you're that flexible where there's no goals in place yeah. and then certain things can go out the window. So you can kind of, we touched on it a bit about my binging and stuff yeah. and I do have problems with binging and I think that's mainly because off season there's no goals in place. You know, sure. you've finished a long prep, you've been dieting for a while, you've had that goal in mind to step on that stage, to do what yep. you've got to do. When it finishes, you kind of, you feel lost. Yeah. You're like, what do I do now? I mean, am I going to compete next year? Do you want to put size on? You just, you, you just don't know what to do because your focus has been on that show. Everything yeah. you've been doing is towards that show. And when it's finished, you just you just don't know what to do. So I was at that stage when I competed in uh, last year, 2016. Um, I won the British. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, I need to put size on. I want to get strong. But yeah. when you want to put size on, you're like, well, what way should I do it? Should yeah. I slow, get really quick. big? Should I do it slow? Yeah. And I've always thought that, you know, doing it slow is best just because, you know, you get to a certain stage where, you know, you're 30, 40 pounds above stage weight and you think, am I even putting on muscle now? Am yeah. I just putting fat on? Yeah. So I thought I'm going to do this as slow as possible. But I was doing it so slow that I was thinking, I'm not even in a surplus doing it this slow. It's mm. just hard to figure out. If I'm in a surplus, if I'm in a deficit, am I maintaining? Yeah. So I've always thought, let's just make sure I'm in a surplus a bit more, just mm-hmm. to make sure. Yeah. And then one week you gain two pounds, the next week you gain three pounds, and the next minute you're 15 pounds up. Yeah. And you're like, oh. questioning yourself again. Yeah. You're like, what am I yeah. doing? Yeah. So then you start dieting again, which is yeah. what I've guilty of. And it's, it's obviously not the way to go. It's not optimal. I don't encourage it at all. But when you've just come off of like a 25 week diet, You've been you've been lean for a while and you're enjoying that you're looking good and then all of a sudden you get fat and you're enjoying the strength and the food but you look at yourself and you're not happy with what you look like yeah and you think it was only three weeks ago and I was looking good mm-hmm. 
So you think, oh, let me just let me just get a five pounds off quickly. Yeah, and, and the thing is, the thing is, it's funny as you increase calories coming out of an off-season phase. Uh, sorry, coming out of a pre-contest phase, you actually like the body weight that you are. You actually look worse than when you were at that body weight in a dieting phase. So, mm-hmm. like, if you were on stage at one sixty, let's say. And at 165 coming on the way down, you look pretty good. As soon as you gain those five pounds on the way out and you're like 165 on the way out, it looks completely like different. Yeah, yeah, you look like 180 mm-hmm. and you look smaller yet fatter. And mm-hmm. it's a really horrible mind like mind place to be in. Um, you, so you've uh, not built that strength up again. And yeah. if you've lost a lot of strength, that is, you know, some people hold their strength. I mean, you are holding your strength. And it's really like, I love seeing your videos and seeing how you're keeping that strength up because that is just the mindset there, which is so good to see because, you know, you you know, like yourself, it's that mindset when you get to those end stages when you're on low calories and you're tired and you're beat up and you think, I can't lift this weight. This is is crazy. Last week I lifted this and I was struggling. I'm not going to be able to do it now with like two pound less in weight. Yeah. But it's that mindset of telling you, you've done this before, you can do it again. And yeah, it's good to see that you're pushing it hard like you are. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure we'll get into, um, so some of the topics today that we're going to cover, we're going to cover basically Sam's journey into bodybuilding, get to know Sam a little bit more. Um, Also discussing some of the the things that he's experienced over the course of his competitive career as a natural bodybuilder also. Uh, and we will touch on, like we've just touched on already, um, some of his sort of struggles that he's been having in, in gaining phases and, and potential some take-homes for you guys that just you can relate to and realise that even the best of the best do struggle in off-season. It's not just like, wow, like you're this huge jacked person, which... Sam is he's ginormous and has crazy amounts of muscle mass um, and there are points where Sam will, will question the way that he looks and not be happy with it um, regardless of the fact that he's probably one of the most muscular natural bodybuilders that that's on the UK oh, scene um, which, is, which, is, <laughs> which is mental so Sam first off like for people to get to know you how did you get into the sport of bodybuilding what took you to sort of compete in your first show were you competitive in sport when you were younger um and and what sort of what sort of age did you really sort of get into lifting weights i'm very interested in that also so at school i was always competitive okay i was that type of person that wanted to win everything uh i didn't like losing and i kind of excelled in most sports i kind of you know done really well because i just pushed myself i was really good at football um, a lot, a lot of the athletic sports I was good at. Mm-hmm. So I was an active person. I loved my sports. I was very competitive. So, and I was kind of, I wasn't into <laughs> training or weightlifting at a young age. To be honest, I mean, I think I picked up my first set of dumbbells when I was about fourteen. Okay, fourteen. Okay. Yeah, my my set of dumbbells. Young. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, hmm. yeah, nowadays people are signed at 10, 11. And, yeah. But yeah, but that was just lifting some dumbbells and it wasn't anything serious. It was literally those ones with the sandy and the plastic ones. Yeah. And I think yeah. I remember it, I was in my bedroom every night and I was just doing probably why my arms are quite big. I was literally doing like 50 reps on each arm before I was going to bed. Ah, I built it up. It was such a habit. I literally, I would do it more than I'd brush my teeth. It was, I was wow. like so religious with doing it. <laughs> never thought what it would come of. I never yeah. thought. I just done it, just like fifty reps each arm, and <laughs> it's crazy. And um, I never, I wasn't big, I wasn't muscly at school. I was quite skinny because I was so active. Okay. And um, I think 
I first went into the gym when I was about 18, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think I was about 18 years old. So wow, yeah. first steps into the gym at 18, and um, I thought I'd be good. I thought, you know, this I'm going to be good at this. Just uh, that, that cockiness or that, that competitiveness that I thought, you know what, you know, I've kind of excelled at a lot of sports. I'm going to give this a go and, you know, I'm going to get strong. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I took to it. You know, I enjoyed it. I was consistent with it. I, I've never missed like, a session. I was just always going just because I enjoyed it. Did you go and, with friends or were you training on your um, own? I went with a friend. I went with one of my friends. Um, yeah. Because it's quite, obviously, daunting at going. Well, I was 18, so I suppose it wasn't. But still, it was new to me. You know, yeah. I'd never been in the gym before and yeah. it was still quite scary. And I went with a friend and we were just messing around on the machines, but I was getting into it, talking to people. Sure. And um, yeah, started growing. And my diet was my diet was weird because <laughs> I didn't know I think about nutrition. And this was eighteen years old, but yeah. obviously nowadays, you know, the youngsters are knowing a, a lot more. I say youngsters, I'm I'm thirty, so I feel quite old. <laughs> um, I mean, but AJ, how old are you? Twenty one. Twenty one, yeah. <laughs> So young, so I feel old. But, um, yeah, I mean, nutrition-wise, I didn't know didn't know anything. I remember I bought my first tub of protein powder, and I was literally having like five servings in one go. Fuck. In a big jug, I was yeah. just scooping it in, chucking the water, blending it up, and then just going. Oh, oh, oh. Just didn't have a clue about protein or anything like that. But I was a big eater, so even when I was young, I could put it. Away. I could put the food away. And I remember I used to eat like whole packets of chicken. Like you know, like you get like five or six breasts and a chicken and I'd put that under the grill and I'd eat them all in one go. Wow. That was insane. Looking Crazy back at high protein. Yeah, it was just like I just didn't have a clue. I thought go in the gym, eat loads of food and then yeah, so I started getting results and I think fast forward to probably about two thousand thirteen. So it must have been about twenty six, twenty seven or something like that. And, you know, my physique started you know, really changing and a few people said, why don't you do a bodybuilding show? And I was like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get up on a stage in pants. Like, no, I can't see myself doing that. Okay. I'm just doing this for fun. And, you know, I was getting into it more, learning more, learning about nutrition more. And then I just thought, okay, I'll give it a go. Uh, 2013, I um, started to do my, my own prep okay. and diet down. And I don't know if you know Peter Chown. Peter Chown is a bodybuilder. A few years back, he used to compete with the BMBF, and I think he won um, the Mr. Universe a couple of times. Wow, okay, really cool. good, uh, really good bodybuilder. And I approached him, spoke to him, um, done a little bit of work with him for a, for a few months, sure. and I, I wasn't happy with where I was at. Okay, I think it was about like eight weeks out, and I was like, mm-hmm. "This is not going to happen." Okay. I'm a type of person that you know I'll give everything, but if I don't feel like I'm ready, I just won't do it. Sure, and, makes sense. Um, so I didn't do it, and I thought, right, 2014, I'll take it seriously, and I'll give myself enough time, because that's what it was. I didn't give myself enough time. Give myself enough time, learn a bit more, and, you know, really go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to kind of back out of this. So 2014, I said, right, look for what federation I was going to do, and it was the MPA, just because, um, mainly because of the lifetime drug-free. Okay. I mean, I'm lifetime, and... Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are people out there that have been doing it, they've done it 10 years ago, and I thought, I want yeah. to be on the same level. I mean, you know, the BNBF's great, and UK, the FBA's great, and I, I might compete in them federations, but at that time, my first show, I wanted to win so bad, I just wanted it to, to be on such Super a level, level. Playing field mm-hmm. as yeah. possible. Yeah. So, and I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to blame <laughs> anything. I didn't want to say, oh, that was because that guy was 
you know, I don't know. Yeah, but sure. Anyway, so I started uh, prepping myself. Mm-hmm. I think I started about 26 weeks out. Okay. Started doing it myself for about eight weeks, I think it was. And then I thought, you know what, if I want to take this serious, I want to win, I want to make sure, you know, I leave no stone unturned. Yeah. I want to get coached. I'm going to have to get someone to help me with, you know, at the end stages and stuff like that, getting that second opinion. Absolutely. So I approached um, Jamie Alderton. Ah, okay, interesting. Yeah, Grenade J. And I've been following him for a while. He's, he was big in the social media stuff, so he was massive in social media. Mm. I thought, you know, let me see what how, how he can help me. Yeah, and sure. uh, so, yeah, he helped me. Um, well, well, the prep was really good, you know. really enjoyed it. It was all new to me. So in terms of <laughs> I had something to work towards, yeah. you know, some real goal that kind of I knew that everything mattered you know every single um food i ate the training were you I macro tracking or was it yeah, were you on a meal plan it could be a meal plan to follow okay. and it was quite it's quite a flexible meal plan okay. I, I remember having skittles nice. post work yeah and um yeah i enjoyed it i mean it was hard at times but i really enjoyed it and i was so super focused i mean i mean like for me losing would be devastating that's yeah. how serious i took it and yeah still enjoyed it. I'm not saying that I took it that serious and where, you know, I didn't acknowledge the journey, <laughs> which I did. It was, it was great. I loved it. So anyway, going, going forward into the show, I won that show, the South East, yep. the lightweight category. <clears throat> and I also won best first timer. And I won overall, overall novice. So I took three trophies home and I was just super happy. I was like, yes, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. My condition was good. I was happy with my condition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the first time I ever got to that level of conditioning, held a lot of muscles. I was happy. I was really happy. And then a British was six six weeks later and I thought I could still drop another four pounds. So <coughs> yeah, I think I dropped another four or five pounds, even leaner. So I did have I did have shredded glutes, yeah. which I was happy about. And I took the British as well. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm a British champion. This was, I was like, on cloud nine. It was, yeah. it was really, really good. And Jamie, like, he was there with me all the time. He'd come to both shows. Oh, awesome. So, nice. Yeah, he was really, really, the support with Jamie was really, really good. <clears throat> and looking back now, his training methods and diet methods, I do differently. Okay. But it got me the result yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the day. Yeah. So I was, I was super kind of appreciative. And, um, yeah, so that was 2014. Did you, did you expect to do that well? Did like, did you have people in the gym saying like you're you're gonna crush it, like you're gonna win? It's funny because you put, I think you put a post up the other day or something about that. Yeah, and I did get a lot of people say, "Oh, you're gonna win this," and you're gonna. Yeah. And I was like, "You don't even know Who the about position is yeah position stays. Like, you, you, how do you know I'm gonna win? You look yeah. at me and you think you look good. I looked the best, like one of the best in the gym at the time. Sure. And sometimes that can kind of give you too much of a big head. Massive, and yeah. and you take your foot off the gas and you think yeah I've got this I've got this I'm I'm novice I've got quite a bit of muscle yeah you know but I wasn't leaving nothing to kind of chance I was literally everything mattered every rep every gram of food I didn't want to leave anything no matter what anyone is saying you don't know who's going to turn up on a day so you have to make sure that you are in control of what you do and you can't place you know anyone's kind of opinions on it no, so. Absolutely. Yeah, so you did. I did get a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you're going to win, you're going to win, you're so big and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, I just kind of blocked it out a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. Um, in, the, in the back of my mind, you know, I looked at the competition, you know, I looked at previous years and I thought, 
novice, you know. Must have new, a chance. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not kind of going to lie. I, I did feel like I had a good chance of winning. And not only that, because I believed in myself. Mm. I actually believed that, you know what, I'm going to win this. I didn't say, oh, yeah, I think I could come second. I actually was telling myself that I'm going to be first. I was kind of imagining myself being on that stage, winning, picking up that trophy, you know, really just thinking, I've got this, I've got yeah, this. And there, there was no doubt in my mind that kind of I wasn't going to win, but I was I was not kind of telling everyone, oh, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. Yeah. In my mind, I was saying I'm going to win. And um, what was I saying? I'll go back to people talking about. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, and the fact that posing, I think I've, I noticed a lot of uh, people in the novice categories, their posing wasn't great. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing for thing sure. I really, really hammered home and, and pushed to get my posing right. How often because were you practicing? I was practicing probably about half hour a night wow, for about nice. 16 weeks. Amazing. That's Literally, yeah. it was it was chore. It yeah. was. It was yeah, you yeah. know yourself, posing is like probably one of the hardest things because, you know, it's just one of those, it's one of those things that it's just, you don't see that much reward at the time when you're doing it. You know, it's yeah. not like lifting, you know, getting a PB in the gym and it's like, oh yes, you just pose and it's, it's just not fun, I don't think, anyway. Some people enjoy it. I don't. I just think that's part of bodybuilding, yeah. and you've got to do it. And I was posing a lot. I was I was making sure everything was right. My routine was good. True. And that showed on the day. I mean, I can't actually – I think I competed against Steve, didn't I? Steve, Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their posing was really good as well. So – but I didn't want to leave anything to chance. You know, there might have been a few people that didn't pose well, but they were much bigger than me, even – more rips than me. Sure. So yeah, I think that made a big difference. Awesome. Um, and then yes. moving moving into like twenty twenty yeah twenty sixteen was your last competitive season. That was the second time round. Like what 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 changed for you? Obviously, I knew I I, I know that you hired a different coach. Um, I know that you worked with someone else for that prep. But the main thing that I'm interested in knowing is. After being a British champion, obviously in a novice category, you moved up to middleweights. Did you feel like there was now a heightened expectation of you? Like, did you feel like more pressure to do well? And like, did you feel like anyone was expecting you to to turn up and and just win and just dominate? Because at, th- at that point, you hadn't been beaten, and yeah. you know what being unbeaten is like. Like, there's expectations involved. Yeah. So, what was that yeah. like? I mean. I, I didn't have no intentions of competing in 2016, to be oh, honest. Oh, interesting. Okay. I um I was just dieting down for a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy. Wow. So, <clears throat> you know, I kind of, I had 2015 off and yeah. it was 2016 and me and my girlfriend were trying for a baby. Okay. So for me to do a show as well as kind of trying for a baby and if the baby, you know, yeah. She got pregnant early and she could come. It just didn't work. So I didn't really have no strong intentions to compete, especially when I didn't think that I had a good enough off-season in 2015 and the start of 2016. I see. So I didn't actually feel that I'd gained any muscle. So I think I was thought to myself, if I'm going to compete again, you want to be better. I'm going to, I want to look better. So I don't want to, you know, look the same and just hope on the day that no one looks good. Like that's just, Everyone wants to progress, you know. You want to progress. At the end of the day, although we're competitive, you still want to. You can. You're still trying to beat yourself. You're improving on yourself. Yeah. So, um, I think it was 
I must have been about, I knew when the show was, I knew when the show date was, so I kind of timed it around that time, and I think it was about 20, 20 weeks out I started dieting down. I think it was about 28 pounds over stage weight from the stage weight I was in 2014. Yeah, sure. And I can't remember the weights off the top of my head. Okay. But for my photo shoot, I thought I'd hire a coach anyway, just because, and it was Jordan Peters, because yep. I hired Jordan because I've been with him before, Okay. Uh, in an off season, yeah, I've done a I think about done about twelve weeks with him in an off season, just to see his approach and see you know learn. what I could do, learn a lot, yeah, you know, into my coach and help help my clients. You know, that's what you do. You, you learn from other people that know more than you and experience more than you, so you can help other people. You know, of course, yeah. And um, I learned a lot from Jordan. I mean, Jordan's you know is incredible. I mean, mm. uh, his methods and his kind of principles that's what i follow i follow a lot of jordan stuff and his fucking lifts <laughs> and yeah and it's lifts. i mean it you know his progressive overload and and his, his kind of training methods that's that's the kind the way i do it yeah sure. and um, i learned a lot from jordan and i thought yeah i'm going to go with him for, for a dieting phase you know okay. and if i'm happy i might compete now that's it's quite strange because a lot of people they wouldn't normally do that they wouldn't normally think oh i'll just jump into it if i feel good some people do but I was so kind of I wasn't thinking I didn't think that I'd gained enough muscle in the off season. That was in my back of my mind all the time. I was thinking, I'm just not gonna look any different and I didn't mm. want that. So anyway, I was getting lean out with Jordan and the time was getting closer and I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna go for it. And I signed up to the MPA South East again and yeah, I had intentions to win in the British again, but for me, I wanted to win the overall, Southeast overall. That's what I was gunning for. Yeah, yeah. In 2014, my first show, I was pretty close. Stefan beat me. And oh, was, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my first show, and I was close to winning the overall then, my first yeah. show. I was Isn't thinking, he a WMBF pro now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Stefan. Uh, he was, he was crazy shredded yeah. when against him in the first time. He was like, you know, amazing. Inside out, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, so I thought, you know what, it's the southeast. I'm going to try and win the middleweight. So it is a step up and the overall. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'll, I wasn't happy with my condition, actually, on the day. Okay. I wasn't happy at all. Um, did that make you a little bit underconfident? Like, did when you were backstage and you saw the other competitor, like the one other competitor funny. you were up against. It's funny yeah. because um, I knew that Gordon was competing. Ah, you knew I'm it. this okay. other person that, I do check out the competition. Yeah, you know? so do I'm I. I'm person that just focuses, you do, it's just yeah. natural, I'm not going to lie, I was checking out my competition, seeing how they're doing. <laughs> and I was watching Gordon's and Harry's uh, vlogs they were doing, and yeah. I was, every time I was on my step, I do my cardio, I was watching, watching them <laughs> do their stuff, and I was thinking, you know, this is motivation for uh, me, but. If you're training hard, I want to train harder. That type of mentality. Yeah. And um, it was good, you know. And I knew Gordon was in, you know, really, really good shape. He was peeled. Yeah. And I know that I knew I had a lot more to come off. Yeah. I felt personally, anyway. I was, I was late. Some people would turn around and say that's shredded, but I've got different standards. I mean, I've been like you've been peeled, peeled. peeled. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of know what it's like. And even then, I, f- I feel like I could have gone a, a couple of pounds, you know more there's always a couple of pounds there are always a couple of pounds there is and yeah i, I won that show i beat gordon it was a it was a battle it was a really good battle yeah it was awesome but to watch i think he was leaner i'll admit that but i had the overall package at the end of the day and that's yeah. what the judges saw i was i had more muscle mass than gordon and maybe i had more symmetry and more shape i don't know what the judges called but i won that 
I was happy, and I won the overall, which I was super happy about. Yeah. Um, that was really, really, that was such a good moment for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, right, the British is in four weeks' time, so I said to Jordan, like, I need to get peeled for this. Like, I can't risk it. If I'm going up against Gordon again, now, Gordon was shredded, and I thought to myself, has he got anywhere to go? Mm, yeah. Uh, that, you know, he's only got four weeks to go, and I was thinking, maybe I've got some, some room to play with here. Yeah. But you never know on a day, anything could happen. And, um, yeah, the British came, and, and that was another tough battle. And I was a, a good four or five, five pounds leaner. Yes, you were. And I yeah. won that as well. So, And I got quite tearful, actually, on the stage. Yeah, I could see how yeah. bad you wanted that. Oh, I wanted that so bad. I can remember on a stepper, um, my morning cardio, because I was doing, I was doing um, morning cardio on a stepper every day, an hour. An hour? An hour. And the level was higher. The wow. level was higher. It was only 900 calories. Fuck, Fuck that 900. makes my life seem so much easier right now. <laughs> I was doing 900 calories in the morning, and I was doing around 10,000 steps a day plus that. Shit, fuck me. That's a and lot of my, expenditure. My, my food wasn't super, super high. No, so, no. I mean, everyone's different. Everyone's different. But I had that weight to come off. I yeah, had it some and people I, have I, to push, I, man. have to push. I mean, yeah. when, when people say, oh, I'm dieting down, I'm on 3,000 calories and do no cardio, that's fine. But it doesn't mean that everyone should be doing it that way. At some point, they're going to have to drop the gun as well. Like, they, they'll, they'll have to make some sort of big adjustment and push, guarantee. And everyone starts at different stages. You know, you might start a lot more, you know, with a lot more body fat than others. So, you know, you've got to do what you've got to do. Yeah, man, you know? yeah. And sometimes you have to push that deep and people might think, mm. and could, I might have been losing a bit of muscle, but at the end of the day, you need to get peeled. And that's yeah, the main bodybuilding, thing. Bodybuilding, man. Yeah, of course, of course. So um, I won that and that was, that was incredible. And I was, yeah, like I said, I was a bit tearful just because I put so much into it. it was, the, the prep was a lot harder in 2014. A lot harder. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. And were you doing were you doing less cardio in twenty fifteen and was food yeah. lower? Uh, t- two thousand fourteen I was doing hardly any cardio. Wow, that's very intriguing. <laughs> I was doing hardly any cardio. I was doing a few power walks a week. Um wasn't um, wasn't counting my steps at all. And I would say the food was pretty similar. Different okay. approaches. I mean Jordan's approach was just a higher day and a low day. Uh, like um, rest day food was a little bit lower than training day food. Yes. And um, 2014, there was kind of some carb carb cycling. Um, like refeeds in that diet. or um, yeah, or refeeds just, as well. Yeah, yeah. Refeeds with um, Jamie was probably about eight weeks out. Jordan, I didn't have a refeed until like two weeks out. Wow. <laughs> that, so I really didn't have cheat- work for that. Yeah, I didn't have no cheat meals, no refeeds wow. for like a good 20 weeks. I was. And I didn't put a foot wrong, like not a gram out. No. I was so precise. Like I had to be. I had to be because I knew that I was behind anyway. I, I was a bit, you know, I had a bit um, extra fat to come off. And I thought, you know, one, I have to get more peeled than I did in 2014 if I haven't gained as much muscle. Something has, sure. to, be, something has to be better. Like, I have to improve some way. Sure. And looking back on it, I kind of feel like I did gain some muscle. Yeah. I don't know how much, but I did look a lot bigger. I just didn't look leaner, so who knows? But what I won the, it anyway. What was the difference in peaking protocols out, out of out of pure curiosity in 2014 versus 2016, uh, Jamie versus JP? What was the peaking protocols like for the actual show itself? It's pretty similar. I mean, the water loading was quite similar okay. in that you know I was water loading. Uh, 
Monday. So to say the show was on a Sunday, I was water loading, you know, very high Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think it was 10 litres Monday, 10 litres Tuesday. No, sorry. It was 8 litres on a Monday, 10 on a Tuesday, 10 on a Wednesday, 10 on a Thursday, then slowly coming down. Slowly, slowly bringing it down. So it was quite a high water load. You know, some people don't water load and stuff. And it was both similar, Jordan's and JP's. Um, for the peak week in terms of the food and the, and the training, mm. um, yeah, Jamie's was low carb for like three days, four days, and then two high days, so two big. Two you know, back loads, yeah. Yep. And Jordan's was really strange. Because I had a lot more fat to come off still, I didn't really have any um which was strange i didn't really do any depletion and on i did, only had one um carb up day the, which day, was the before? day before hmm. and i honestly think that um i don't know what was best i don't know what's best on the day i'm trying to think of the condition i was in the end of the day percentage versus percentage really isn't yeah it? it's so hard to tell because you're in so different um, body types at that time you know i was a little bit leaner when i was with jamie so something would have been different anyway yeah agreed and on the day i remember on the day of 2016 show both days i was so flat mm. and that might have been because i only had one carb up day and i remember texting jordan saying look, i look terrible like what's going on and for one i sent him pictures and he said well for one you're like you're in the worst lighting ever. <laughs> Getting a better lighting. I was like, okay. So I got in a better, uh, better, better lighting. And he said, right, go eat, go eat um, a Subway, I think it was. I oh, know it was a burger and chips <laughs> with two muffins on um, the first oh, show. show day. And I was, show day. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, get on all my family together. Come on, let's quick, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I've got to go get a burger and chips. <laughs> I think burger and chips, two muffins, and I was like in heaven. I've got the pictures on my phone, and I, I, I was bet, like, mate, it yeah. was crazy. And I was like, you, d- you don't feel guilty because the coach is telling you to do it. And yeah. I think a lot of people would probably think, oh no, but this is the day of my show, and I don't want anything to mess up. But I, I trusted Jordan one hundred percent. You know, if, if I'm hiring a coach, I'll do what he says. Yeah. Like, I'm going to kind of deviate at all no matter what i think and feel because if something does go wrong you know i can't i'm not going to say i can blame jordan if i stuck to him i didn't it didn't happen but you kind of don't want to blame yourself in that way and um yeah it did fill me out a bit and it it made a big difference and uh, then my uh the british in 2016 with jordan um i had a subway (laughs) and that was crazy that was on the day so But it was all kind of, it wasn't planned. Yeah. So it's like, take pictures on a day, see how you feel, feedback, you need some feedback. sodium, you need, yeah. yeah. And that's and that's what Jordan's good for. That was, uh, Jordan's really good on the day, both shows, because I'm kind of, um, you know, not OCD, but I was like, I wanted it to be perfect. Yeah, sure. Like, you have to be at the ready. Like, yeah. if I'm going to text you, you need to text me back, <laughs> because this, if something goes wrong... You know, I need it oh, right. No, yeah. And he was there. You know, he was there. You know, all through the day, kind of texting me. You know, do this, do that. This much water, awesome. and it's good. It's really good. Cool, 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 cool. So, moving, moving a little bit backwards for for one sort of last question before we move on to to what your plans are moving forward. I'm very interested to know when you felt like the majority of your muscle mass was gained. Now, obviously, you've discussed the idea of between your two actual shows that you did, you don't feel like you made much progress, which 
would kind of make sense to, a, to 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 people who are educated because we'll know that as you as you advance your ability to build lean muscle mass disintegrates quite yeah. worryingly and uh, as a natural athlete especially you know you may be looking at a pound or a couple of pounds on the scale and obviously being lean helps out being leaner helps that but when do you feel like i know you said you're a big eater and you you know you're really shoveling down super high protein lots of calories when you were younger when do you feel like you really laid down the tissue that you have now coming from like a guy that was a skinnier guy when you started out when do you feel like that process was and what would your recommendation be to that skinnier 18 19 year old out there that wants to get as big and as jacked as you um, besides eating like an entire I, packet of I think <laughs> I think you know what I'm going to say yeah and, I probably do and it's probably and it's probably because you know it, it just makes sense I gained I think I definitely gained most of muscle at the start yeah. so when I first started lifting you know and not I wouldn't say at the very start because that's when I just didn't have a clue so but, uneducated yeah so yeah. uneducated so maybe a couple of years in when I, I was getting the right amount of protein in I was progressing with my lifts and that's when I really started to see results. And looking back at some of my pictures, maybe like five, five years ago, I, I feel like, wow, I was just as big then. Still big, yeah. So it's, it's crazy. Like, you do make progress, but it's very slow now as you get older. Yeah. So, yeah, I packed a lot of my tissue on at the start. And it's weird because you're quite naive at the start. When you are that big, you think you're going to be double the size in like yes. five years. Yeah. Um, if I'm this big now, in five years, I'm going to be, you know, double this. Yeah, man. And then yeah. you realise, hang on a minute, you look, look quite similar. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's at the start. And I think that's maybe it's just all new stimulus and, you know, the, that's that time where you're primed for it and it's new to you. And, yeah, I don't think – obviously, you can make um, big improvements if you're kind of – you're not consistent and you're not eating well and you're training and then all of a sudden you're kind of consistent you're eating well you're progressing your lifts you're going to see big changes there if you didn't do that much before of course but if you're i mean i've been quite regularly consistent for quite some time so i've never seen no big jumps i've never gone from wow i look so big now it's always been like small changes and i'm i'm progressing i've I've seen it for the years but it's Mm. never like a certain period of time where all of a sudden I've changed something up and I've, I've blown up because yes. there's no special kind of training methods. You know, it's just consistent hard work for long periods of time, you know, progressively eating, progress, progressively training. And then that's when you start seeing it. And it's kind of like that overnight success where, you know, in 10 years time, you look and see, well, you know, that's big changes, but you don't see that. You don't see that like in a year. No way. You get some people, you know, really turn it on and really start to put everything in place. But, and there are some years where you have better years than others, but you will never see kind of like major, major, major changes, you know, in short spaces of time. I think people want that. People want to go to this special coach and go, yeah, you're going to put like eight pounds of muscle on me. Uh, I don't really, I've not really seen it. There are freaks out there that can do that for whatever reason. I mean, I mean, what you talk about just really, really proves this idea of the natural genetic elites. Because essentially what you have done is in your initial years of training, you've eaten, you've progressed, 
and you've made a lot of your progress in quite a short period of time. But then it's like you've gone up the gear shift in your like your natural ability to build a physique. You've gone from one, two, three, four, five, six, and now you're like in six trying to find seventh gear, which like really doesn't come. Like you don't get seventh gear. You're just stuck in sixth, and you're you're not like you're not making the progress that you were going as you were going up the gears. Um, because that's what it's like as a natural athlete. You progress to like very close to your genetic ceiling at some point and then from there it's like tick 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 like it is but I'll, I'll never progressing and I, but i'll never kind of say to myself oh you know i'm not going to put that yeah, yeah no i'll never, never do that hit, because never hit the peak no I've, I've never when it, well, i hear that a lot oh that's you know you've reached your genetic potential and no, stuff no, and no, that no, doesn't no. come into my head yeah i always man. feel like i'm going to be a lot bigger yes because to me i feel young and then when i say i'm 30 i think wow but then you've got to look at like I mean, there's some Jeff fit Alberts. bodies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the limit there, you know, you can keep going. And there are little tweaks you can do to improve, you know. and But you can still always improve, I believe. And every That's little bit counts. Point. You know, yeah. every little bit counts. And there's no need to kind of make excuses to yourself and think, oh, this is as far as I can go. No you know, for youngsters, that is, that feel that they've hit their genetic potential <laughs> and then they decide to get on steroids. Yes. Um, that's kind of just a lack of belief in their in themselves because there's nothing wrong with doing that if they, if they choose to do that. But the, the natural genetic potential, it, it goes a lot further than what people think, I believe. Yeah, they just want that short-term gratification yeah. and... They want the results that they got initially again and again and again and again. And patience, it, like, is so much more rewarding, right? When you when you put on like two like two pounds of scale weight and that shows on the fucking stage, you'll see it and you'll be like, wow, that's that's that was productive, and I've gained like two pounds of legitimate stale, like stage weight. That's 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 progress. That's really cool, right? It shows because you know you do get a lot of people you know come to you and say, oh, I want to look, I want to look your size but they've only been training a year. And I think yes. I've been training for 10 years. Yeah. And I still don't even think I'm big. I mean, I look at the big guys and I think I'm not big. Yeah. I'm small. Yeah. Everyone's got their levels, but it is that con- consistency and that, that patience. And it's that long-term kind of, you know, goal in if you want to improve and you want to get that size, you've got to be realistic and it's going to take a lot longer. And if you're willing to accept that, then you can put more effort into kind of, being consistent and it will show for it absolutely agreed so final final question to round things up because i think people will be stepping yes no it's been it's been amazing mate you you speak really really well and i'm sure that listeners have really thoroughly enjoyed this episode um but they will be stepping off the stairmaster soon and probably finishing up their cardio or they'll, they'll have cooked all their chicken breast by now yeah um so mate final rapid fire question is what is the long-term goal realistically for you as a natural bodybuilder? Is there any specific titles that you do want to take? And is there any sort of long-term plan of becoming a professional? And how do you think you'd potentially go about doing that? That's a good question because um, I've been thinking about that for a while, actually. I mean, when I first started, when I first got into bodybuilding, that was the, the goal was to kind of be a pro, you know, yes. be a world champion, do everything I can. Um, but life does change, mm. and I've um, had you know, one recently as well. I've, had a, I've got a little a little girl; she's four months old, Emily, and you, your life changes. And yeah. I think 
you know, I'm not saying bodybuilding isn't kind of one of those, um, you know, things where you, you can you can do it forever. You can, you can, but there there comes a point where you have to realize there there are other things in life, you know, and if you forget that, sometimes you can get lost and sometimes you're not fulfilled or not happy if you're just kind of chasing something but you're neglecting other things in your life. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you're chasing a win or a title and you're not getting it, you're just going to be unhappy, I think, personally. And you've got, got to get a balance. That's hard. I think balance is such a hard one because I'm, I'm still trying to find it. <laughs> but um, if, if we kind of go back into, into my long-term goals, it was to be a pro and it was to be a world champion. Now, I don't think it's to be a pro bodybuilder. Interesting. Because for me, that feels like a title. And I sometimes I don't feel any different being a two-time champion in that sometimes I brush over my achievements. Sometimes I think, well, oh, it's nothing. It's only two-time British champion. It sounds good, but I, I'm always, I always beat myself up and I always want more. But if I was to become a pro, I don't feel any different. And I don't feel – it just doesn't feel like a strong enough goal for me now. It's like that fulfillment versus achievement thing, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, being a world champion, that's different. Um I could see myself being a world champion, and that that is a kind of a goal of mine, but I've got no plans at the minute. So I'm actually invited to um, to do the world, um, I think it's the UIBBN. Yeah, okay, yep. I'm invited to do that because I won the British in 2016. Okay. So I can do that next year if I want. Epic. But I don't know yet. I don't know. <laughs> You might minute, be a photo I mean, shoot around the same time, mate. <laughs> exactly. Well, Off-season off at the minute, I mean, I'm 20, 24 pounds above stage weight. And, you know, I've got a lot of time before that uh, a show comes around. So there will be a lot of mini cuts. And I do want to put a lot of muscle on. I just need to do it consistently and do it right. Yeah. And if that goes well, you know, if I feel like I've progressed, you know, if I've built up some good muscle and I've not just got fat, mm-hmm. then depending on where I'm at in, at that stage, like, you know, six months out, yeah, I might decide, you know, everything is going okay, you know, my business is going okay, family life's good, I can fit that in. Mm. Because you've got to understand that when people decide to do shows, sometimes they're thinking about themselves so much, they're not thinking about how it's going to affect other people. Yeah, and right. I've, been, I've been guilty of that before. And when you take a step back and you realise, hang on a minute, if I'm pushing other people away just for this show, when yep. this show's finished, what do I come back to? So you've got to realise that, you know, if you can fit that... bodybuilding. Exactly, there is, there is. And you need to fit that in with your with your plan. And, you know, my little girl is going to be one, one and a half then. Do I really want to just focus... Because we know bodybuilding is quite a selfish sport. Yep. And why I, the way I pre- prepare is that nothing matters I'm, I'm fully focused so it's hard for me some people can get that balance and i'm not saying that i completely neglect them but my attention is a lot more on the show yes yes, yes and yes. i don't want to i don't want to be like that so it all depends on where i'm at so it's who knows that you realize that because a lot of people don't and they get into it they say they're all up for being balanced they're all up for giving their family time appreciable amounts as well they get into it, they realise that it's very, very difficult to come in from a, a session or come in from your hours of cardio 
and still be the same person that you were when you were having plenty of calories, not doing any cardio and not in a deficit. Um, it's Especially when you, when you, yeah, when you don't know what it takes. Until if it's your you do first it, show, yes. until you do it, it's, it's a crazy strain. You know what it's like. It's you feel like you've got to be okay you can turn around and say yeah i'll be okay i'll just be a little bit hungry there's a lot it's a lot more to it than that it's the psychological part of it that's can really affect you and you just never know what you're going to be like and when you've got family around you it's tough sure sure well sam i think that's a great point to end on i think we've not only given people an, an insight into you but also giving them some very, very appreciable and valid take-homes. So uh, thank you very much for your time again. And, and guys, guys, if, you, if you'd like to follow Sam further, I'd, I'd really highly recommend it. Like He puts out great content not only on his Facebook page, but his Instagram also. So I'll make sure to link all of Sam's um, socials in the, in the info box below. And also, he's just released his new website as well for online. You do online and one-to-one yep. coaching, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. So I'll make sure that's in the info box as well so you can check out Sam's services. And, of course, guys, as usual, any questions, any feedback, uh, let us know. If you're watching or you're listening on your phone, screenshot and tag us both in your Instagram cool. story. That would be epic. We love seeing yeah. them. Any feedback is awesome. And, uh, yeah, so thanks again, Sam, for, for coming on. No problem and, at all. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, no worries at all. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Cheers, guys.